We've all got questions about the Bible and Christianity. Some of us are Christians and want to know how best to live for God and show our love for Him. Some of us are curious about what it means to follow Jesus. And some of us are skeptical of the idea of religion in general. Whatever your background, we invite you into these conversations that strive to take an honest look at what the Bible has to say on a wide variety of subjects. Each week, we will discuss questions that have been sent in from all around the world and try to find truth and practical application in God's Word. If you have any questions or follow-up comments, contact us anytime by emailing info at broadwaycoc.com. I'm Jed Lovejoy, and these are Conversations with Dan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another one of our conversations here with Dan. I don't know if they're watching this at the end of the year or the beginning of the new year, but one way or the other, it's another year with us. Yay! <laughs> Feliz Navidad y prospero año felicidad. See, he knows the words. I usually end up mumbling it because I forget. That's <laughs> awful. Okay. This is a great intro, by the way. Good. This is a great intro. Let's hop into the question now. Question. Wonderful. Okay. So, uh, based on some of the discussions we've been having about the New Testament church and assembly and all these different things, we had someone write in and they said, isn't the New Testament church a progression of the faith of Abraham? I think building off of Jesus talking about came to fulfill the law and things. If that is true... Why do we say the church was established at Pentecost? That's really a very interesting question for a lot of reasons. Okay. But the the questioner is quite close when he says that it's a it's a progression of the faith of Abraham. To maybe put it a little bit clearer, more clearly, the church is the outcome of the promise to Abraham. Okay. When, when the Bible says in Genesis 12, 3, in you all the tribes or families of the earth shall be blessed, and in Genesis 22, 18, in your offspring or in your seed all the families of the earth shall mm-hmm. be blessed, that's talking about in Christ, Galatians 3, verse 16. Yeah. Okay? So the promise to Abraham was made complete in Christ and in the blessing that all nations get in Christ. Yeah. Now, nobody came into Christ before the day of Pentecost. And the blessings couldn't have come before the day of Pentecost because the blessings that we receive in Christ come through the redemptive work of Christ, the Mm. death and burial and resurrection of Christ. And only after those events could God offer this new covenant in Christ, which was based on the death and resurrection of Christ. Mm -hmm. So in Galatians 3, is it 8 or 9? Let's see what that says. I think... It talks about the gospel being preached beforehand in Abraham. Mm-hmm. So read me what it says down in there. Yeah. Um, let's start at verse 7. Okay. Uh, know then that it is those of faith who are the sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, In you shall all the nations be blessed. So then, those who are of faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. 
All right, and if you keep reading in that same chapter and go down to verse 16 when he talks about mm-hmm. that promise. It says, Now the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It does not say, and to offsprings, referring to many, but referring to one, and to your offspring, who is Christ. All right, so until Christ came, it was impossible for that promise to be fulfilled. And it was impossible for all those blessings to come to those that are in Abraham until Christ, I guess you could say, secured those blessings by mm-hmm. his redemptive death. Okay. Uh, Ephesians 1.3, uh, Blessed be the Father, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And... You know, those blessings are enumerated in the next several verses. Right. Down to verse 7, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. So it's that promise to Abraham is coming true for those of us who are in Christ. Mm-hmm. And if, if we've mentioned this verse many times before, but in Luke 24... After the death and resurrection of Christ, right. in verse 46 and 47, the threefold plan of God is explained, mm-hmm. which says... It says, And thus it is written that Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that repentance and forgiveness of sin should be proclaimed in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. All right, and in the Gospel of Luke, thus it is written that the Christ should suffer. Well, suffer. well that happens in Luke chapter 23. Mm-hmm. And that he should rise from the dead the third day. That happens in Luke chapter 24. Mm-hmm. And that repentance and forgiveness of sin should be preached in his name, beginning at Jerusalem. That happens in Acts chapter 2, on the day of Pentecost. And so the church of Jesus Christ Hmm. is definitely the outcome of the promise to Abraham. But the church over which Christ rules as Lord and King and Savior was not established until the day of Pentecost. Yeah. So I think part of that is a lot of people like to make a break, kind of Old Testament, New Testament. Oh, no, it's a continuum. Okay, yeah, and I think that's really what the question's getting at. So it's by, and especially when you read that passage in in, uh, Gentiles, (laughs) in Galatians, Yeah, it's really putting that across. It's trying to say all of that promise made to Abraham is coming true. Yeah, the, complete. The, yeah. The, the Old Testament is being realized, mm-hmm. finally. The, all of the, what the Old Testament was looking forward to is being realized in Christ and yeah. in the redemptive work of Christ and the establishment of His church. Yeah, this New Testament, Old Testament isn't a dichotomy no. completely different. It's, it's a one continuous story, on. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's not that we are still partaking in the faith of Abraham, but we are receiving oh, the promise of Abraham. Oh, oh we are. Look okay. At, look at Romans. Okay. Chapter four, verse ten and eleven. There we Read go. Read it out for us. Let's see. So, how then was it counted to him? Was He's it talking about how was righteousness counted to Abraham? Yeah. Was it before or after he had been circumcised? 
It was not after, but before he was circumcised. He received the sign of circumcision as a seal of the righteousness that he had that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. The purpose was to make him the father of all who believe without being circumcised, so that righteousness would be counted to them as well. All right, now flip over to Romans mm. 9, okay. 6 through 8. Yeah. It's all connected to old Abraham. But it was not as though the word of God has failed, for not all who are descended from Israel belong to Israel, and not all are children of Abraham because they are his offspring, but through Isaac shall your offspring be named. This means that it is not the children of the flesh who are the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as offspring. All right, he's trying to say there that the children of the promise are those in Christ. Those are the Christians. Mm. And those are the real offspring of Abraham, which goes right back to the... To okay. the thing that the questioner was pointing out. So further again, trying to illustrate, it's not a break that happened at any point. No. But it, but it is that Christ's church was established at that time. That's right. That's okay. another one of those things where we try to make a dichotomy <laughs> where there's no dichotomy. There we go. So the Old Testament is important. Yeah. And Abraham's faith wasn't something to be laughed at or forgotten. No, no. Abraham it's... is the great example of how righteousness is imputed to us. We mm. can't do it by our own deeds, but we have to have it through the gift of God. And that's only possible through the death of Jesus Christ. Yeah. But then something very special was established at that point in history there at Pentecost. Absolutely. And church. Yep. Okay. So thanks for that question. It was a fun one. It, it anyway, was a good one. Hopefully it was very interesting and useful. And if you have any other further comments or questions, feel free to send them in as always. Y'all have a good week. Thanks again for listening to these weekly conversations between myself and Dr. Dan Owen. Conversations with Dan is an outreach and teaching ministry of the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, Kentucky. You can find us online through most of the major social media sites or through our website, broadwaycoc.com.